Hey, want some original dungeon adventures? Would you like them all to fit on one piece of letter-sized paper? You seem like you're pretty much on the level, so I'll let you in on a secret. Head over to patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers and join the $25 tier to get monthly one-page dungeons in addition to a bunch of other rewards. Patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Anybody got Featherfall? Did someone have Reduce Enlarge? <laughs> Just wait till we level up again. Wait until we level up again. I, I am so excited. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. <laughs> Hi, um... My name's Thomas. <laughs> um, well, uh, at the last episode, <laughs> I, I watched the, the party. <laughs> I really like them. Um, I watched them rally the people <laughs> Miller's port <laughs> against that witch before they just skipped town. <laughs> uh, but they don't know that. <laughs> I, I watched them. Um, uh, they... They talked for a while on the road, but but then those bandits, those bandits, they tried to fight them, but they made quick work of the bandits. Oh, you should have seen them. You should have. You should have seen. Oh, um, but then then uh, this this masked rider showed up on on a, a giant deer. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> well. Shortly after they all fought, she she jumped off and hugged them. <laughs> Must have been an old friend. Must have been uh, Alita. <laughs> well, I, I guess they have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> We're sure to see that in this episode. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So... Koza is engaged. That's the big part that I'm getting hung up on. You all met Solinar's co-workers. You almost poisoned an entire town. We can never go back to Aberdeen. Is that, is that about it? Is that, am I, am I forgetting? Oh, and you fought another snake. We can absolutely go back to Aberdeen. We didn't poison anyone, we killed a demon dog, and we scared off an old woman who was probably some sort of demon herself. So I guess you could say you all could go back to Aberdeen. Uh, I, I could not. Oh, I was thinking of Miller's Port. I'm sorry. I, all of that's still so fresh in my mind. Uh, no, no, going back to Aberdeen would be bad. Okay. I think we could go back. We would just have to make sure that when we go back, we'd have to offer them an offering of peace peanuts. Or wear disguises. <laughs> I mean, I... It, it would be nice to get the cart and our stuff back if that's at all remotely possible, but, you That know. was the other thing. The cart is gone. Well, yeah, because we left it. I had to make an executive yeah, I... decision in order to extract us from a very dangerous situation. So let me get this straight. I leave for not that long and you all are p p find your way into becoming 
wanted in a town in such a way that we can never go back there and might be actively hunted. You almost poisoned a bunch of people under the influence of a demon lady. You left the cart with most of our belongings. As we have previously discussed, we can go back there. We just need to wear disguises or maybe pay the right people the right amount of money. And also, let's be real. Peace, peanuts. Let's be real. This this might have happened if you had been here, too. I will only say you're focusing on the wrong parts of the adventure. We did lots of fun things, too. Like, we defeated an angry bush. We definitely stopped some partygoers from becoming a, a bigger par- party problem and committing party fouls. And not only that, but we also managed to save an old sea captain... And we also uh, met a, a beautiful boa snake that also won a fashion show. And we did all sorts of fun things, like um, make a sad dog less sad. You're right, Johannes. You guys do seem like you've had quite the adventure since I've been gone. I also am very appreciative that the Gravy Boat Barnes went and saw the person of the mayor at the last town because I felt like we were able to get some good information from that and in the past Gravy Boat Barnes has not been as excited to see uh, political figures so it seemed like it really worked out well and I'm glad because I think that we're gonna need all the help we can get that actually does raise a question Boat you've been seeming kind of Reserved. Are you okay? I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I feel like I can breathe for the first time since you've been gone. You know, now you're back. I've just been going through a little bit of self-discovery. Uh, you know, we don't have to talk about it right now. Just suffice it to say, we've had some experiences over the last uh, last couple weeks. All right. And well, we should introduce you to our newest party members. This is Midnight. And Koza, I believe you also have a friend. Yes, uh, this is Jonky. Uh, she gestures to the heart she rode in on. This is Barnaby. And Alita, I need to introduce you to my new friend, Daquin! And a squirrel jumps out of my breastplate and goes, Squirrel! And then goes back into the breastplate. Like, it's kind of dump- jumping out of, like, a river and then going back in. Alita is going to look unnaturally excited about the squirrel. You can hear the like little scratchy, feet yeah, scratchy sounds, sounds of the paws as he's like crawling around, yeah, somewhere. You know how some people like for their cats make like those cat shelves that they can walk around on on the walls. Yeah. I like the idea of Johannes trying to like get a custom breastplate that has that on the inside for his squirrel. Well, that's why I wear loose fitting clothes. It's going to real suck if you get hit in that breastplate, though. That cat's going to ring like the, you know, inside part of a bell. Mm, you know, it's um, it's a risk you gotta take. Alita's going to, like, look around. I'm very excited that we have more animals. In a very, very, very real way, I'm very excited about this. But don't you think that our party's kind of large now? Are we going to be okay? Great news. I've got more things to add to the party. Here you go. Oh no! And Johannes goes, and he uh, he takes off his breastplate and starts rummaging inside of it like it's a bag of holding, and comes out with a neatly wrapped package that he gives to you. Oh, thank you. This is from Daiquin and me. Well, thank you to both of you. Uh, what is it? 
It's a present. She's going to open it. And I'm so tempted to have her go, it's an avocado. As you open the present, you realize it is a very detailed artisanal version of a dragon egg that opens up and it has a different colored dragon egg. Oh, Johannes, this is lovely. Thank you. That way, you'll never forget that the eggs in your life are the beautiful ones that fit inside the journey along the way. I think I understood that sentiment. Thank you, Johannes. Alita is going to uh, put it, tuck it away in her bag and then, if you don't mind, can I have the mirror pendant back? Yep. Oh, wonderful. And Johannes gets down on one knee and like takes it off and is like... This is not how I expected this to happen in my life, but okay. And she takes the mirror pendant and puts it on. Gabe okay. looked at me like, wait, did Alon glitch out? Is this... <laughs> <laughs> so, the plan is to head towards the bronze shrine. We're actually not terribly far away. Well, that's good. See, we made it, you guys. We were going the right way the whole time. I mean, we, oh. did, we did have the mirror pendant to guide us, so that made things easier. It's... Very, very good. Otherwise, I would have had to leave Felix, and he was quite the help over this trip. We are currently standing in the remains of several ruffians. Oh, yeah, we should check these ruffians for any good stuff. I totally I... forgot in all the excitement of seeing Alita again. Check the ruffians for some stuffians. <laughs> <laughs> Alita's going to kind of, like, look around. I don't think these guys are going to have much. Well, sure, but, like, even a couple of gold on each is something. Uh, if you are going to, uh, pat them down like you're playing Assassin's Creed, you will find a total of five gold. Oh, beans. These guys had nothing on them. Any, any gear that's not, like, really, really rough condition? <laughs> nothing that's, that's not better than what you've got. Well, now, that's not exactly what I asked. Uh, how... How bad condition is this gear? Uh, what would leather armor look like if it was constantly in the rain and never taken off? Uh, nope. This smells awful. I'm not putting it in with my things. <laughs> Solonar's a real... Solonar and Johannes are, like, really particular about smells. Has nobody noticed this but me? Olfactory memories are the most important ones to your lifetime. I was told when I was a kid that elves had super special sensitive noses, and so I had like a half super special sensitive nose, but then... It's just I'm, one nostril. I met a couple of folks who were full-on elves, and they said that that was legend, but that they could hear really well. So I really, I don't know. I, I always thought I had a good nose, but maybe, maybe it's just good for a human. I I don't know. Solonar, is there something you need to work out? Are you okay? He's self-conscious about his big nose. I look, I've got home on the mind a lot right now, so let's let's go let's go fight things. Fighting things would be great. Do you, do um, you want to go home? Do you want us to visit Talaire? No, not really. But we're gonna have to. So I'm I'm bracing myself. What about this place? Makes you think of home. Is it just that we've run into old companions? <laughs> no, this is not a flashback moment. Patriot exclusive. I thought it was a Thank you. <laughs> home, home on the mind. <laughs>
no, this is super not a flashback book. To be completely honest with you, I had some experiences in Miller's Port that were less than ideal. I'm going to leave it at that for right now. Um, super and, Patreon exclusive on that one. And those those experiences took me home before I was ready uh, in probably the worst possible way. So I'm not I'm not excited to go back. We can, I don't know. There will come a point when I'm ready to get into that. Now is not that moment. Alita's going to kind of take Felix off of her shoulder, walk over to Solinar, pop Felix on his shoulder, and then, like, walk back to where she was standing. All right, so should we get moving? We can probably talk about this on the road. Yeah, I, yeah, let's, let's get on, get on down the road. Let's get this, get this party going. He's on down the road. Oh, God, no. Don't carry nothing that might be a load, but you can't really, you have to carry whatever you have because you left the cart in Aberdeen. Well, we also left everything we owned on the cart for the most part, so we don't have a heavy load. You guys do not have heavy loads. Alita still has her stuff. Well, I'm in favor, I'm in favor of a daring infiltration mission back to Aberdeen to get the cart. (laughs) You guys can make that argument amongst yourselves all you want. Uh, Like, that's gonna have to be a unanimous We'll all wear mustaches and hats and we'll tie Koza up with very loose knots and um, make it seem uh, like we're ransoming uh, him. Um, I, I, um, do I have input into this? Yes, Koza. You are just as much a member of this party as any of us. Uh, I'd rather not be tied up and taken back to Aberdeen. All right, we'll knock you yeah, out. Yeah, you and should tie me. We've learned some things yeah. about Koza. We'll knock you out and put you in a bag and we'll carry you. You should tie me up. And make me pretend that I'm Koza, and then Koza can wear my mustache and my hat. Wait, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna put a stop to that line of thinking because we shouldn't be knocking any of our party members out. Uh, there was this one guy that ran a scam where he and another guy would act like they were getting in a fight, and then the one guy would hit him in a spot that would always knock him out. And after the fourth or fifth time, he he wasn't quite the same. Like he, things deteriorated quickly from there, and I just I I don't want that for Koza. I want Koza to be really capable for as long as he physically can be. So as you guys have been having this conversation, you have been moving down the path and heading towards the eastern coast of Alaria. It takes a few hours uh, before you're able to make camp and uh, get set up for the night. You find a comfortable spot in the, that's in sort of a camper clearing near the path. Uh, it's not terribly far away from the main road, so there's a certain amount of danger to it, but it does seem comfortable and clean and that there haven't been many people about. Um, does this look okay to everybody? I mean, so did the first clearing we stayed in on this trip. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, in fairness, you do have me now. I could probably be helpful if we run into any more saucy fey parties. Solonar just gets kind of like a thousand yard stare for a minute. And then he's like, I mean, running into fey wouldn't be the worst thing that happened to us. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we may as well camp here. It's close to the road. It's comfortable. It'll be easy to keep watch. Potential for saucy fey parties. Well, I don't know. You'd know better than I would. Koza, Boat, Johannes. I'm tired. Let's go to sleep. Seems fair. Yeah, so I think uh, Koza helps set up 
the tent and all that kind of stuff. Do we have uh, a tent? So while you're no bare minimum, Solonar has a tent because we I he, actually we bought three tents. I yeah, distinctly yeah, we... recall we bought three tents. Okay. So yep. while Koza's trying to set up one of his tents, Bull is going to jump on one of the stakes to try and hammer it in and be helpful. Bull is successful, but only barely, and runs around in circles triumphantly. The stakes were high, but now they're low. <laughs> the night passes without incident, though at one point, I'm going to have all of you roll a perception check. It's like a nine minus one being an eight. Solinar? Uh, two plus zero is a two. It is indeed. Uh, boat? Ten. Chapman? Uh, natural one. <laughs> None of y'all notice nothing through the night. I can't but, see you, Alex. Your screen yeah. is covered in liquid. <laughs> Though, uh, <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, you notice that the small clearing that you all have made camp in is now incredibly lush. The grass and flowers have grown in such a way that it feels like it's been a week since you've laid down there. Uh, Alita? Uh-huh? You said you were going to warn us if there was face stuff or uh, what? I... Hold on. There wasn't any face stuff. Yeah, well, I think I peed on this flower. Have our beards grown? No. What is all of this? Oh, yeah. This has been happening a lot. Go um, on. So, yes, uh, please. No, it, it just, it seems that there's some kind of effect that the Feywild has been having. I am now more forest nymph-like. Now that I've spent an extended amount of time in the Feywild. As you say that, do you like wriggle your fingers and then like sparkles of just like pollen and little <laughs> butterflies like go? Yes. Little light of. in the shape of butterflies comes out of her fingers in a prestidigitation style. Yeah. Oh, I know that one. And Solinar also does butterflies, except his are made of like red sparks out of his fingertips. Well, I can't have anything, can I? Man, do I feel unequipped for this adventure. Johannes, I think you're perfectly equipped. But no, this has been happening since the exposure to my father. So what happened then with your father? What do you mean? Well, there, there's a I lot mean, that happened. I need you to be radically more specific. We, we haven't. Um, so what happened while you were gone? I went to the Feywild. I met my father. I was not impressed. I met my brother. I was less impressed. I got some answers, not everything I wanted, and I stole the deer, and then I left. Alita, stealing is bad. I mean, but look at his widow face! And she, like, goes up and, like, snuggles uh, Barnaby's face and, like, turns it over, like, smooshing his cheeks in. How could you say no to this face? Barnaby, I'm not gonna name you because you're stolen. And if I name you, we'll get too attached. Besides... My father is the king of stags. There are plenty of stags there. An egregious amount. It was like a city of deer. It sounds like if you would have asked for a stag, it would have been uh, either freely given or pretty cheap for... No, it would have been... Look, dealing with fey is different than dealing with other kinds of mortal creatures. They, especially ancient elder fey things like my dad is... Uh, and so, so if you would have asked for a stag, he would have given you uh, 12 bowls of bananas? No, it's more... Nothing is freely given in the Feywild. 
when it comes to dealing with Faye, everything is to the letter. If something is given to you, it is considered to not be a gift. It's considered to be transactional, unless it is freely said to be a gift. So I stole it. So nobody gives any gifts? It, it's a different thing. Faye, Faye have a weird kind of culture about them. Does that mean everybody uh, so steals things all the time because they can't be giving them them for their birthday? I mean, there are some Faye that do a lot of stealing. So um, how do we know that we can trust this stag? Because he's a very friendly stag. But what if he's actually reporting to your father? Hey, Bottleby, we're on to you, and we're going to be watching you closely, you spy. As you say that, uh, Barnaby is going to walk up to you, kneel his head down so his snoot is lined with your face, and make a... (laughs) sound. Wait, is that to me? Uh, No, to Johannes. Johannes stands there, no emotion going through his face, and he weathers this uh, honking... (laughs) because <laughs> deer and then he does the uh, two fingers to his eyes two fingers to Bartleby's eyes and he's like always watching Barnaby does a single <laughs> my hair down. blows majestically it does it blows very majestically and then he's so, going to trot back over to Alita uh, first uh, Koza has taken out his fours and done things a little in one ear and a little in the other and then a little down his throat and clears his throat and says <laughs> which means all right what are you saying to barnaby in deer so what's your why did you allow her to take take you i simply wish to accompany the master's daughter so how do we know we can trust you then well i'm certain you don't but know my loyalty is to the safety of her line Elmaine was kind to me, and her kindness is what I wish to return. Uh, uh, I'm suddenly thinking, um, there's a lot of context here I don't necessarily know. You are familiar with Alita's mother, young master. Yes, yes, but, um, I hope I'm not being rude. Just mostly concerned? Um, so sorry if I just came on kind of, um, aggressive? Wrestle not with this. I'm glad to know her companions are made of such integrity. Okay. Um, do you want me to explain to Johannes that, um, that, that you're not trying to be rude? I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, and, um, I'll I'll let Johannes know not to be rude to you? His concerns are more than understandable. I like this conversation, and you guys are just hearing, (laughs) 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 Um, oh, okay, um, anything else you would like me to to tell anybody? I have nothing more to ask of you, though if any of you have carrots, I would be quite excited. Uh, um, I'm sure we can find some, um, at some point, but I'm afraid I don't have any at the moment. Uh, tragic, truly. But, I understand. Well, um, anyway, I, I won't be able to talk to you uh, once this, um, until next time, so, um... Yes, I am familiar with humans and their lack of magic. Well, I mean, I I, I can talk to you, but I, I have to, to expend energy on it. Same. Um, <laughs> Same, man. I have to expend energy for every human being I interact with. 
takes a spoon. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. Look, if, if if this was some kind of other world, I'd feel like that there'd be a thing called a telephone, and somebody would have to hang it up. Like I'm not <laughs> sure. Yes. Well, I have greatly enjoyed this exchange, young master. Until we speak again. Uh, okay. What What is he saying, Koza? What is um uh oh it, it's it's fine he's friendly he's trustworthy hold on can you can um, you run that back against one one more time uh, all i heard was oh, oh sorry <laughs> um he he's trustworthy and friendly oh okay. we don't need to worry well that's that's kind of a relief um, johannes please try not to be too too rude to our our new friend I will trust him only when he earns my trust. Thus far, I have said I don't trust him, and he bleated in my face. <laughs> which Whoa. was not something that made me trust him more, especially because I was just told that all fae are liars and deceivers, and they also like to steal things. Which are things I personally am not about. Um, so it's a, it's a, um, an animal, not a, not a fae. Yeah, he's just a deer. This I mean, is the biggest jester deer I've ever seen. I think I think this is absolutely fine. I think stealing stealing a a deer from your father's kingdom just makes sense because he should have been helping with all of our adventures to to this date the whole time. So this is kind of like back pay in a way. Thank you, Solinar. I agree. Uh, Alita's been packing up her part of the camp as you guys have been having this conversation. I'm excited for Alita to rag on Solonar for the next 100 episodes for wanting to steal things or stealing things. <laughs> and 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 he just be like points to the deer every time. <laughs> no, he'll probably just take it because that's what he does. He usually just is like, uh, yeah, OK, it's not the right thing to do. And then another 100 episodes later, Alita comes back. She's like, look at this bag of gold I stole from my dad. <laughs> It's not stealing if it's from your deadbeat dear dad. The gold wanted to come with me. Yeah, it said it didn't want to be there anymore. It said that my mother took good care of it and wanted to take care of me. <laughs> she used to swim in it in her money bin every day. <laughs> wait, wait. Have you guys been hearing like my secret Solinar monologues? Because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think those were being shared publicly. <laughs> no. So. Oh, sweet gold. Oh, you'll never leave me, will you? Yes, so shiny and clinky. Oh, I'll leave you, but I'll only leave you for my true love. Alita's Alita. Alita's Alita. I was going to say Alita's mom's daughter. But then... <laughs> my, my... I don't know why my mind went there, but I, I like that little progression of thought. Yeah, Alita's my... mom's daughter, who's yeah. not Alita. Yeah. <laughs> My, my right. inner monologue is getting weird and shippy for some reason. My inner monologue is always shippy and it's fine. <laughs> so you all are going to travel along down the eastern coast. As you, re you find an incline that's kind of rocky and you can smell and hear the ocean from there. Are we going along the northeastern coast or the southeastern coast? You're going along, well, you're not along a coast right now, but it would be the southeastern. So we're coming up north to the peninsula. Yes. Or not the peninsula, the isthmus. Yes. Yeah, okay. 
As you reach the apex of the incline, you are stunned by the dull luster of the Shrine of Bronze. Untouched by time or corrosion, despite its closeness to the sea, the domed top of the shrine hosts a magnificent statue of a bronze dragon, its wings spread wide and mouth open in a mighty roar. It looks out across the endless expanse of blue that is the ocean. There is a moment where you smell kind of a metallic tang in the air alongside the seawater. And you just, it's just a gorgeous view. You can see out almost to forever to the horizon of blue. Is there an obvious way in right. from where we are? No, there is not. All right. So last time we found a shrine. It was theoretically supposed to be safe and theoretically supposed to have people at it. And that ended up not being the case. So I'm going to say we approach slowly and cautiously. Koza, Johannes? Our, our mission, our, our task is to find another relic. Well, we need the key to get into the temple. The key is in the shrine, then the relic is in the temple that we're getting uh, the key to from the shrine. Uh, okay, I... I understand. Is this a shrine? Yes. Oh, let's go get this key. Oh, and point of order, the key may not look like what you would expect a key to look like. The last one was a pen. Ooh. Leave no rock unturned. It won't be under a rock, Johannes. It might be the rock. What if it's a centipede? Well, we know that it'll be in the shrine. Can I roll, like, a perception to make sure I, I see if anything suspicious is around? Absolutely. A 17. You are going to see that while it doesn't look like there's any obvious entrance into the shrine, you find along the side of the cliff that wraps, uh, that wraps around the shrine what looks to be a very narrow and dangerous-looking set of metal steps that leads to a cave in the vertical cliffside above the ocean. So I, I guess we need to go down those steps there. Does anybody have rope with them? Yes, I have rope. But also, that's really high up. Like, that's... If those steps decide to crumble out from underneath us, that is not going to be a good time. We'll just tie the rope to somebody, and then the rest of us can hold on to the rope while that person goes down the steps. Yeah, that, that, that was more or less what I was thinking. We can send the stag. He won't be able to go down those stairs. That is a really, really tight walk. He'll be, he can just cock his head so his antlers don't get in the way. I don't think any of the, any of the animals will be able to go down except for Felix and Bull. Bull's an animal now? He's got little feet. He's mobile. Um, I'll keep him in my backpack. I don't. I don't think we we should. Uh, I don't think you'd appreciate having to, to balance down those um, steps. At bare minimum, I think Ball is a bit of a party animal. <clears throat> How close are we to the steps? Um, you're you're not terribly far. Like literally, you basically just have to walk off the cliff you're on to get onto them. Um, but imagine like eight to nine inch metal spokes coming out of a completely vertical cliffside. And that's, that's what the stairs are like. And how low down do these go as compared to the cliffside? It goes down about half the cliff's height. So were I, were I to be a rope using type and to try to estimate that distance, 
150 to 200 feet before you reach the midway point. Yeah, I I super don't have that much rope. Um, well, either way, I I feel pretty confident about my ability to get down those stairs. I feel moderately confident about my ability also to get down those stairs. I just am nervous. I'm very nervous going down these stairs because it looks very easy to fall down and die. Do you want me to to find out what's um where the stairs lead to? I think I think we're all going to end up taking these stairs. I think probably the safest course of action is we use the rope to tie ourselves together so that if one of us stumbles, the rest of us can catch you. Or if one of us falls, all the other ones die. No, we shouldn't worry. We don't need to worry about falling. Oh? Yeah, I I think it'll be fine. If we're all tied together, I I just worry. And uh, because it's going to look over the edge. What's down below? It is a sheer 400 foot drop into water and rock. And by imagining that water is beating incessantly against... It's crashing majestically against the rock, yes. Yeah, that's that down there is not looking good at all. Mm, that is still kind of a risky plan. Are there anything... Like, is there a cable along the steps or anything? Nope. You, what, do you think this is going to be OSHA compliant? Hey, describe, <laughs> describe the shrine to me again. So the shrine is going to be made of bronze, and it's going to have a beautiful domed top that is held up by pillars. It's got some ornate carving uh, around the uh, rim of the top. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like a bronze replica of the uh, Jefferson Memorial. And why can't we just walk right up to it? Is there a wall around it? You You can walk in, but there is no entrance that you can see. Wait a minute. You can walk up. There is no entrance in. So you can walk into the pillars, but the point where you reach, like where there is but no it hurts. door. They're solid. <laughs> There's a building and the dome is held up by pillars, but whatever walls are inside, because there are walls. I, I probably should have been more clear. Uh, whatever walls that the dome is covering that make a building, there is no door in those walls. So between the pillars, there are walls extending? The pillars hold up the dome and are outside of the walls, which are inside the pillars and also connected to the dome. Okay. All right. Is it like a square or rectangle walls, or is it a cylinder that matches the diameter of the dome? It is a cylinder that matches the diameter of the dome. All right. So this this structure, the, the, the cylinder or dome structure, is on top of the cliffs but we'd have to go down the cliffs to get to the door but it looks like there are cliffs to a cave which you think is probably the entrance how thick are the pillars huge how many seas uh at least (laughs) two probably closer to three and they are made of solid bronze okay if i walk up to the wall inside the pillar and rap on it uh what does it sound like Wicka wicka! Yo, yo, my name is Gravy Boat, and I'm here to say I'm here to break these walls in a major way. Uh, next time, I'm going to give Josh an inspiration point. I am going to rescind it because he now has negative one inspiration point. Ah, oh, come on. Negative one inspiration for those weak bars. <laughs> so, you walk up and you tippy tap on it, and it. It doesn't echo in any way. If you knocked on a 
bronze cube on the floor, it would have the same amount of resonance. I was really hoping there would be some resonance. So uh, inside the wall, Johnson could open the <laughs> cubby hole. <laughs> Hello, would you like a mint? Look, I think the path is what the path will be. I, I'm not seeing very many options. Yeah, my best, uh, my, well, my best two ideas are shot now. Well, my best three ideas. I was either going to suggest we try to dislodge one of the pillars and send this part of the structure tumbling. Uh, you wanted to destroy the shrine? Is Alina talking to me, Brandon? Because that's who's talking right now. Okay, <laughs> I thought that as Boat you were saying that, and I was like, she's about to tear her hair out. She yeah. just got back and she's already about to tear her hair out. Failing that, I wanted to cast Earth Tremor to see if we could make part of it collapse. And failing that, I looked up the melting point of bronze and we don't really have a chance on that one because it's like 1600 degrees. <laughs> I learned that from uh, an anime I've been watching called Dr. Stone. Okay, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down these. I'm going to make like a monkey and climb th to the temple. Well, well, now hold on. I, I still think the rope is a good idea. I think team team rope team is going to be the safest way for us to do this. Let's do it. All right. And Johannes begins to tie a rope around his waist. We're going to have so much rope okay. that Jimmy Stewart's going to accuse us of murder. What? That was a joke that went over everybody's head. I love it. Yeah, yeah I'm literally so everybody lost. just looked up at you blankly, like, what? I love like, it. We could tell it was a joke from your cadence, but none of us could tell what you were saying. The audience will appreciate it. More jokes. Yes, thank okay. you. I'm all about that. <laughs> I want, if we tell joke, this is my ideal joke for this podcast and anything I ever do for my whole life is to narrow it down so it's so specific that only one yeah. person gets it. And they get ostracized with me by everyone else, but we think it's funny. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart was one of the greatest living actors of the 20th century. And his, uh, his uh, actor-director partnership with Hitchcock was one of the finest things to happen to cinema ever. So go watch Rope. Uh, not sponsored. Hashtag what the heck? Sponsor. No, sponsor us, Rope. Don't you dare say not sponsored. <laughs> sponsor, sponsor us, pre-sponsored. Pre yeah, pre-sponsored. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Jimmy Stewart, and I sponsor this podcast. Oh. Yeah, pre-sponsored. This is we're we're getting we're preparing the way for a rope sponsorship. Rope, you know how to get to us. I want to live again. Oh, oh, I don't. I don't have your podcast. Joe has your podcast. <laughs> Clarence, Clarence, it's Thursday. It's time for another quid pro roll. Oh, God. Anyway, guys, uh, back to this fantasy adventure we're doing. We've got to get into this so, bronze shrine. So we were doing all of that because it was taking the characters a little while to get all rope tied up. So, yeah. you know, now they're ready to go so we can be ready to go. All right. So Our who's going to take point? Me. I don't know. Koza was talking a pretty big climbing game. Yeah, I I feel comfortable. I have chalk. No, um, I mean I'll I'll use some of the chalk. I I hate to I hate to break it to you guys, but we already tied the rope in a line, and Koza's already in the front. So there's not really any deciding on this right now, unless we're going to undo all of these knots. We just go backwards. Which we are not. We just go backwards, and then the person no. in the back can be in the front. No, let's let's go. Come on. We, we, we've been discussing this for long enough, I yeah. think. Well, we've been discussing it for way too long. Let's, let's do this. 
Everyone, roll dexterity. I will allow athletics, if that would be better for you. <laughs> Brandon's excited. Yes, Josh, you look so pleased with yourself. Nat 20! Um, I, right. I hear your nat 20, and I'll instead throw out a nat 1. Why? Why? Johannes? 19. Both. Also 19. So what's going to happen is, as you guys are, you know, starting to climb, Koza is going to fall off. He's just going to completely fall off, only for Solinar to reach down, like, wing his arm in an arc like he is doing a sick guitar solo, grab Koza's arm and swing him back on to the steps, kind of smashing him into the side of the stone wall with a hook. Did he grab his arm, or or did he grab him by the seat of his trousers? He grabbed him by the arm. Not today, gravity. Koza just shakes out his arm and tries to act like nothing happens. Because otherwise, if he grabbed him by the seat of his pants, uh, he would literally be ramming him face first into the stone wall like Grong. (laughs) Sometimes a one is a one. I I appreciated that. I canceled out the 20 with the one. I appreciated that Koza was like, Let's go, guys. And then she just immediately jumped <laughs> just off the edge. She it. just jumped off the cliff. Because has got a lot of unearned confidence in this. <laughs> Says boat. Earned As confidence. As we climb down. How's Alita doing? Uh, Alita's just kind of like, she's pressed against the wall with her hands and is just kind of carefully making her way down as, as, as you guys are doing this. Uh, she kind of freezes at the whole Koza situation. Is like, Right, everyone, let's just not look down. Let's not look down. Don't Johannes look down. is on all fours and he's doing it like a like a ladder. Oh, that's terrifying because you're going down. You're yeah, not it's going a good, up. It's a good core workout. That's... I don't know if you've ever done Spider-Man's before, but they're a great core workout. I hate the concept of this. So you said we're going down some like spokes coming out of the rock. Is that right? Yeah, essentially. So they're not like connected steps or anything. They're not connected now. Right. Hmm. So I think we just continue on, right? You're going to continue on and successfully make your way into the cave. At the base in the back of the cave, it's pretty shallow, is a huge rectangular set of doors that looms like 20 feet above your heads made of engraved bronze in a beautiful sort of stamped pattern. The door opens easily if you give it sort of a gentle push, and it opens to a dark bronze room. There are torches that line the walls that as soon as the door opens and some of the light hits it, all the torches light. Somebody, please help me out. What did I name my squirrel? <laughs> Dwayneathy two. Dwayne Tholomew. How did I not put this somewhere? 